0: You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. and here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. Happy
1: birthday to you! Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, A Scully! Happy birthday to you!
0: That's the third time you've sung that because we were having technical mishaps with the microphone. No,
1: it's the third time I sang it because I love you so much. So
0: look at me. I get three um versions. Yeah, three. I think I like version two better, but the listeners don't get to hear that. <laughs> so um, thank you.
1: You're welcome. I'm Where's 42
0: years old today. Old, Charming. Old as shit.
1: You're almost as old as me, You're, but you'll never catch
0: up. I, you'll never be
1: as wise and mature as me. That's how we're going to put it.
0: I'll, you like to think that, so I will leave you with that.
1: <laughs> so The truth hurts.
0: It's uh, actually Monday, July the 11th, um, 2011. You've
1: shared some very personal information now with people who can now, what, steal your identity?
0: I think it's already on Facebook. <laughs> it's Monday, July the 11th, 2011. This is after the show number 180. It's so 7-11-11. If
1: you,
0: so if you were playing darts... This would be a good score, 180. Is it? That's a good score in darts. In fact, that's the best score. Three triple tops. So there well, you go.
1: Let's also give people another bit of... Your birthday is 7 11 My birthday would be 11 And 11
0: And this show is sponsored by Seven <laughs> Eleven. Go buy a Slurpee. No. Does 7-11 still <laughs> exist? I don't know. <laughs> they just got some free advertising <laughs> if they do. Anyway, do they still exist? Don't know. I think they do.
1: Eleven and seven basically are... are There
0: just isn't any around here. When
1: we met, we're married in case people don't know, when we met online 12, 13 years ago, one of the funny things was, you told me your birthday was 11-7. Correct. And I was like, oh my god, my birthday's 11-7, that's too freaky. And as we then went through the rest of that conversation, it was revealed you meant July 11 and I meant November
0: 11. in England we... Have the date the other way around. Right. And here, you have the date. Yeah, so, actually... So,
1: basically, I fell in love with you on false pretense for about three hours.
0: Correct. <laughs> Alright, so, um, yeah, this is after the show number 180. We're looking at the movie Cedar Rapids on Blu-ray this week. It's a 2011 movie released on Blu-ray and DVD on the 21st of June, 2011. Uh, it's an R-rated movie. The tagline for this movie... This is our little new feature... We never did it for 170 odd. But (laughs) the tagline for this movie is "Today is the first day of the rest of his weekend." Good tagline. Yeah. Uh, Studio uh, is Fox. Thanks to Fox for the Blu-ray. And you are going to tell us what this movie is about. Synopsis time.
1: After I say that, our before the show discussion, before the after the show discussion, I'm confused. Before the technical difficulties, we were still discussing. Last week's movie That's how much of an impact It had on you You loved
0: it so much Yeah um, Anybody out there who uh, lit- Could just go listen To last week's podcast Sucker Punch Amazing movie I watched it again this week twi- I've seen it twice uh, And you love it I'm hook, line, and sinkered it. by it I actually bought a poster of it To put in my movie room
1: Tell them that story
0: i That's for later on okay. It's in my uh, okay. okay Okay So, so the synopsis to- of Cedar Rapids
1: Synopsis of Cedar Rapids. Innocent, naive, grown man. Gets some balls installed over a weekend at an insurance convention. I'll put it that way. His eyes are opened. His naivete is spoiled. He is tainted, if you will. And no, not
0: in the porno way. (laughs) Or gross way. But
1: he... Goes from being an innocent man... It's a coming-of-age story, but for a grown man. It's
0: a coming-of-age... It's a middle-aged... Coming-of-mental-age coming of age, Middle-aged coming-of-age story. Really.
1: He's, he's super naive, though.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, Cedar Rapids. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I like these understated comedies. You know, like an... It almost like feel like an indie movie, but they're, they're kind of not. I'm, no, they're absolutely a big Fox not, production. Yeah. But... Like Sideways, which is another movie I really like, of this kind of... Mm. Just a slice of life, but it's got a message. And this it's one's funny. a
1: little too wacky for that. It's, this I don't isn't think as, this one is particularly... It's not as tame as you're making it out I don't think it is it particularly
0: wacky. It's,
1: a dude walks in a pool with a trash can thing on his head, drinking, and then they're that could naked happen. on the ground together. He's a drunk and... dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, know, but... you know what I mean. I mean, this, this is... This is a, I thought it was a really good movie. Um, I enjoyed... It it's not a laugh out loud funny movie. I didn't think. I a Apart from times. occasions. Yeah. But not all the time.
1: When but, John C. Riley dances, it's pretty laughable. But
0: for good about the movie is even when I wasn't laughing out loud at some of the some of the wacky stuff, I was laughing inside at just some of the situations. And the awkward dialogue between people. I mean I think there was some improvisation here, it I seemed. Agree. Um which I like. I don't know if you do you like improvisation, or do you think it's it va- It varies. It can be forced sometimes, can't it? It, can, it feels a bit odd. It's
1: very indulgent when certain comedic people just take on this, like, we're just going to riff, man. We're just going to be hilarious and riff on every line. I think line. you would a, like, really... Danny
0: McBride's one of those dudes. Oh, um, yeah,
1: that's why. That's one of the reasons I don't like him.
0: Or even Will Ferrell. Um, you yeah, know, I find you can tell those... they do a lot yeah. of it like uh, 50 t- 50 attempts at making Yeah, and
1: you're like cut, they're like the leash is cut off on them and they're just and I'm not saying don't be allowed to be creative, but it is often just like I said, you if you lift the reins completely and let these people just go go go, sometimes it isn't as funny as they think it is.
0: I got to say um I I did really enjoy I liked how this movie looked the brown kind of tone mm-hmm. of it, it almost like the 1970s but it's actually not the 1970s it just had this
1: I thought it was really colourful like super colourful
0: yeah like the 1970s brown and oranges like everywhere
1: oh you made it sound like it was all brown
0: no like the brown movie. and orange like, mean the uh, sets, like Boogie Nights the like clothes like a, yeah, and yeah, the yeah,
1: set it, not it, the movie yeah it,
0: Yeah. The look of the movie, yeah. It had this 1970s tone. Not like sepia tone. But it wasn't (laughs) 1970s, it was modern day. Um, And Ed Helms is the main star of this. He was fantastic. It's it's a hard thing to play, because he's, like we say, he's a naive, grown-up man who's never been out of his town. And he's sent this weekend to this insurance uh, conference... Well, awards ceremony for insurance companies, and he's there to head his up up his company to eventually accept an award if they can win it that weekend. And uh, it's a big responsibility for him. Yeah, he's never been out of his town, so it's exciting and scary. And the whole I felt all that from him when he was going to it, and then when he arrived there, he meets these interesting characters over the top characters I think most of them
1: yeah I find him to be quite over the top myself in the naive department and it is borderline I mean, comedian car- from Hollywood playing the naive grown man and that shines through often even well, though I like him his but character in the office is also to. naive he doesn't, re- he doesn't there are moments when it's too much of spoiled brat boy acting up in this man and you know he takes on that sort of not spoiled brat more like um um, what do you say, like, disappointed boy attitude, and it's a little too much to mix with some of the moments when a really genuinely well done. I don't know, I mean, like you said, it's a hard one to do.
0: I, he, I is, mean,
1: he is a grown man who is not naive and is worldly. Yeah, he's
0: an, an intelligent <laughs> yeah. man, and, and he has to appear that he's... Yeah, because you know.
1: he's intelligent, he's, a, he's fine, he just has been sheltered his whole life and doesn't know about things like corruption he knows about them but I think he doesn't believe they exist
0: but there's just some awesome I mean it's immediately interesting to me somebody who's kind of naive and doesn't really know much about the world it's, it's you can always get interesting situations out of it even like when he goes to the local airport and he's yeah. like doesn't even realise that he has to put his yeah, he thing looks at the guy and he's like yeah but it's me and take his he's shoes like, off you and, know me yeah he's like no we have like, to do this yeah. for everybody <laughs> and then when he's like Excited that he gets this You know He comes to the Higher car place And there's like a Average middle of the road car And he's like But it's red But he's like like, So excited And like his hotel room Is just an You know A hotel room Well I have to
1: be honest with you I'm not naive And yet when I travel I feel that way I am Almost in awe Even of the simplest things that are just, like, you know, like, if I go to a hotel when I've gone traveling, right, and then I go to my hotel room walking down the hall, and I'm like, awesome, the ice machine's across the hall. I mean, I get, like, literally, that's so awesome, that's cool, you know, so I have a mixture on this particular thing, because I totally identify With when you're going somewhere new, like a new airport, like an international airport. I've been to a few, and I haven't been to this one yet. And I'm just like, oh, look at that row of stores, and look how they did that sculpture in the middle. And, you know, i am still got that sort of like, not naive, but appreciation of things that are pretty... Like a hotel lobby, big hotel lobby, even if it's just a middle-of-the-road hotel. They're trying to give you an experience of some kind. It seems like bullshit. But you walk in and the high ceilings and the chandeliers... And you're just... If you walk into that and have no reaction... I don't know. It seems I like, like how nothing he, um, is any fun for you. So he's having a good time. He's on the
0: phone to his girlfriend and she says... Have you seen the pool yet? And he looks down at the pool <laughs> and he's like... Oh, it smells like chlorine. And yeah, and it's like bus- I'm in Barbados.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to me, one of the most genius things of the whole movie... Two of the genius things happen to be women... But the Sigourney Weaver... Character relationship with him And then the prostitute relationship Both of those, to me Are, steal the show In tone and everything So, well, I mean, we'll get to that But I love that his relationship even Is with an ex-teacher of his You know, he's a grown man, she's a grown woman But she's just old enough more than him To where they can now have a relationship But she still treats him Not, she doesn't want to But she understands his naive. So she still kind of treats him like a child. She puts the food on his plate. She's very soft and encouraging she to him. She was his teacher. Right. That's what I'm saying. And that that I love because he's even chosen a woman who keeps exactly. him, not intentionally, but he loves the like the like the sweetness of it I in like his the, mind.
0: I like the line where he's in bed with Sigourney Weaver yeah. <laughs> and he she he says um, talking, you know, because he was a a pupil of hers and she was a school teacher and he's like I always used to imagine you naked when I was in class Did you ever think of me and she's like you were yeah, 12 right. yeah
1: yeah, that was good that she put that to rest yeah. very quickly
0: um, so what what is also interesting about this movie is the insurance industry it's <laughs> it's own little thing and like as we said even banking is a similar thing these billboards with real where they estate. try to celebrity real up,
1: estate agents big time they
0: try and celebrity up the car dealers is also another yep. one like you're the person everybody should go to in that town you're the face on the billboard
1: and it's fiercely Status competitive, competitive. Like, Oh yeah,
0: and um, it's a little battle in the it's always a war a car salesman is a, a similar thing you're at war with the other guy across the desk from you to get the commission for the month and all that and they they, they get that good in here and what I really liked is when he was on the swings with Anne Hesh's character and he kind of he, it's a good movie for insurance people because it makes them feel special. Like because he, he, there is a moment yeah. where he makes them feel special, and, His, and for me, I never thought of it that way. And I was like, "Never, yes, yeah. okay." What I think of insurance people is sleazy trying to get my money type of for people.
1: nothing they're for gonna nothing. do nothing for but me but then he's
0: like this place he, what he says on them swings yeah. about a disaster happened and just think about the people who were fighting for people's houses and getting people back into normal life and he
1: said not all, of, not all
0: of them not all of them but <laughs> I really liked it I thought that was a it almost made this movie worthwhile that scene it was like for me it was like cause you go alright oh, cause I'm always I was. I, I was having a hard time at first going like well these are insurance people they're all kind of douchebaggy like that's the, <laughs> they're just there to make a load of money and fuck the people they're taking the money off because that's what that's like is competitive and even
1: but, if he's the only one who isn't
0: correct yeah you can think there's
1: got to be others who are and aren't.
0: it also teaches you the lesson of like because he is a good guy and he has been a good guy to all his customers when he does need some help yeah yeah and there's a scene with his yeah, customers yeah. people admire and say yeah he's a good guy you know so I like that and that scene on the swings Made the movie completely worthwhile uh-huh. for me because if you're an insurance person, I think you should watch this movie. <laughs> it bigs up your industry a little bit, you know. And if
1: you're a douchebaggy insurance person, learn from and, it. And that you that will attitude. probably
0: see a lot of your colleagues in this movie, if not, <laughs> you
1: know. Well, you know, you didn't really, because what we think is a douchebaggy guy, he doesn't turn out to be. No, he just is. He just gives it big, you know, it's on the outside. A, um, John C. Riley guy.
0: It's a. We we've, You've known people like that. I've known people like that. Oh, yes. Um,
1: I've known women like
0: people that. People who can't... They don't have a stop sign between the mouth and the brain. It's like everything comes out. Now, it's interesting, people like that, but you don't want to uh, be with people like that Correct. often. But in a movie, it makes an interesting character, I always think. And
1: he made a point, the John C. Riley character, that when you're my friend... And we're solid. Yeah. And that means if you're not my friend, you are at my mercy of anything I can say or do. And that is really how they are. There is no in between. The way that this John C. Riley character guy is very believable. You might watch it and think, oh, that's so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But it really isn't. I've been around a woman who behaves in a way that you are embarrassed that if anyone knows you're with her, she is loud. And I mean, I'm loud. But I'm not, I don't speak to every person I walk past. If we're walking as a group of, you know, women friends and we meet another group of people or an individual who might just be walking down the sidewalk, she will stop. Oh, honey, I love that dress. That is adorable. Oh, my God. What did do you do? Do I know this person. Uh, Not in person. <laughs> you've, you've heard about her. And it's constant, though. It's I don't constant. Know Oh, it's constant, and you and it's this big. I have to address everybody and everything, and I am everything to everybody. And then on the inside, there's this like crumbly, weak, insecure, whatever. But this guy, even though it's really over the top, I, I can totally. Buy and I do
0: it. like how John C. Reilly's put it. How how he went into the character when he talks is when there's an uncomfortable situation, he's the guy who points out that this. Yeah. Is yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows it's uncomfortable, but he will straight out say...
1: He says what everyone else is thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, you've got a poob on your face, or... And they
1: might turn... Well, but he didn't really. He was no, just taking the piss. Yeah. But, I mean, they're, these characters are cranked up,
0: obviously. Because it is even, a comedy.
1: Even the naive guy, we realized after we watched it, that we're familiar with someone who fits actually, that bill in reality.
0: It actually takes a serious turn mm-hmm. in a couple of parts. And that's where I... Grew to like it more If you know what I'm saying Kind of grounded if it, it I bit. think if it, if it was Just completely Balls out wacky The entire way through We would have said Like Call Pass Fairly mediocre Hall Pass
1: me. has more wackiness And a yeah. little less seriousness But does the same thing
0: It still tries to have a message Whereas this does it In a more I don't know I prefer this way Oh Whatever I liked this...
1: Hall Pass I think a little bit better See, But I prefer this I didn't this. love it So it's weird I mean, I think I like the The messages about Marriage and relationships More than the message of, I don't know, keep your naïveness in the world but be um, aware of the nastiness and just learn how to face it. But keep your sweetness and your innocence maybe if you can in this life. And I
0: don't like, I I don't ever think I've seen a movie about an insurance (laughs) company or insurance people.
1: I was thinking we've seen something. I know $5 a day they went to a seminar but it
0: wasn't all about insurance. Um, I don't know. It doesn't feel like I have, so it felt a bit it felt fresh, like but it also felt like I'd seen something similar or yeah, yeah. you know, like but their situations were good. I like I liked them. So um
1: Well the guy from Meet the Rileys, welcome to the Rileys, he had gone to a convention, remember? Hardware convention. Yes. So he was in I mean, that's a whole different kind different, of movie. Whole different but kind it was a similar vibe. A, a middle aged man going away from home and when you are away from home something can happen to change your character even or who you are
0: right so um
1: what happens in cedar rapids stays in cedar rapids (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) so um moving on to the cast here um the cast of this movie ed helms who you'll all know from the hangover and the office um do you think
1: every single person has watched one of those
0: I probably do. Think I've never
1: seen The Hangover. The Hangover's
0: one of the most popular movies in the last years. Have you seen years. it? Uh, not all the way through. I've not seen it at all. It was so. on something, and I watched some of it.
1: And if I didn't watch The Office, then I would not know who this guy is. Unless he was on, was on Saturday Night Live, too.
0: I believe he's been on other... Seems like years. he might have been. <laughs> so, Ed Helms plays Tim Lipp. Lippy? Lippy. Lippy. He says Lippy. Yeah. Um, I really liked him a lot. I mean, I've not seen him in a lot yet, personally, but you we saw him office, in The Office
1: hating his character hated him because he's, he played it so well and then he had the same kind of thing he had this sort of like not naive but kind of going with blinders on but kind of a big personality and then you turn to like him because he's got those weaknesses and that's what
0: the whole storyline with him and Angela he's just being the same in uh, The Office turned me around <laughs> yeah yeah because he showed his naive side and then kind of hurt and took it on board and then became a different character from it uh, not completely different yeah, yeah. But different he'd learn from it, which is similar to this movie, yep, and uh so he's just doing the same thing over and over, really. The star of the show for me, John C. Riley <laughs> uh, plays dean Ziegler i John C. Riley could sit I could watch a movie with John C. Riley, and he says nothing. he just sits there in a chair, and I would love it because. I can just look at him and laugh.
1: You need to find that show then. That's on Comedy Yeah, I,
0: I do watch that. That's oh, a okay, Eric okay. show. Yeah, it's freaking hilarious. Where he's just like, <laughs> he's got like some weird he's glasses wacky. on, and he's cockeyed, and he's like saying weird stuff that's just random. It's it's bizarre. Yeah, but anyway, he's, a, he's fantastic. I think it, you fell
1: in love with him when you first saw Magnolia, and then we went back and I watched Hard Eight. Boogie Nights then... would
0: have been the first time I saw him.
1: It was oh right yeah yeah,
0: and he was hilarious in Boogie Nights too, if you remember. Is that okay? Um, so Checking
1: for technical difficulties, folks. No technical difficulties. So, um,
0: yeah, he's fantastic in this. It's a, a bit of an overtop character, but it matches, if it's perfectly with him... And most of my part. laughs,
1: internal and external, came from him. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: and, he, he just, and he says some re, some stuff where you're like, oh my god, did he really say <laughs> that? you're
1: like, oh, dude. But then, you know, you get to the genuine... There's a, there's a core like when, of a person I like it there. when he
0: hugs the uh, black guy. <laughs> yeah. The Ed Helms character has never ever really met a black guy, for real. He calls him afro This is the first black guy, and, and you know, John C. Riley comes in and hugs the black guy, and they look at the Ed Helms character and say, have you never seen, what is it, a white sandwich or a white-black sandwich? I can't remember what he said. And, but he, yeah. and he's like, no, he goes, wait till we start butt-fucking.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, it's wait, fantastic. going you like, have to put the explicit label on this one?
0: Um, so yeah, there's loads of... Uh,
1: <laughs> that gives you a clue of the kinds of things that the character says that you go, oh my god, that's so... Even when he talks to the head president guy, and he's just, yeah. he doesn't kiss ass <laughs> at all. He says, you know, you're not the Pope, man. Because one of the themes of the movie is that the the head of this insurance organization is like Mr... God freak, you know, you have to be good Christians and all this stuff. Where of course in that world there's still corruption and there's yep. still all this kind of stuff. And so the John C. Riley character is the guy who doesn't buy into any of that shit. Mm-mm. Everybody else wants to be look perfect and be perfect for this guy and he'll
0: just go right up to him and like so there's no this I think
1: I'm liking it the more I'm talking about. There's it, no to danger
0: be of John C. Riley's company winning this award. I know. <laughs> ever. No. Uh, well I don't yeah, I don't really know why they send him because he's never gonna uh they, he's um, just hilarious uh, when he's in the pool with the bin lid on his yeah. head. You know, this is some crazy shit in there. Um, and then we've got who, who's that third one? Oh, That's Brie, yeah. uh, Alia Schwaut I don't know how you say that. Shwalt? Shwalt? I think as Brie. I thought you know she's in it. I loved her. I really loved. She her. looked really she's... familiar to me. What was it that we'd seen her in? Oh, now that you asked. The, no, don't look it up, but...
1: No, it's uh, the rollerblade one. Oh, roller yeah. Roller skater. Whip it. One. Whip it. Yeah, uh, she's yeah. the friend. Yeah, she is. She uh. is, to me, her her relationship with him, it's brief. And then the Sigourney Weaver, I really feel like those are my two favorite bits. When she's on the screen, she's Brie, like...
0: Bree plays a prostitute yeah. in this. Um,
1: and, of course, he's not really fully... I
0: don't he doesn't he's... see
1: it as that at all no. and, at first, and then he knows, but then he just... You know, he sees her as something different than everyone else. And, I, of course, that's sort of a cliche, but... Another naive. Right, but I feel like she's she does it in a way... She's one of those people that is in that role, totally subdued about everything she says and does. And I just loved her. I thought she played against the wackiness of it.
0: Yeah, and she's... Very you realistic. know She's a prostitute, so she sees everybody as yeah. kind of shitty, and it's a horrible thing. Most people are horrible, and there's this one man who is... Just... Not like that. At all. He's just
1: nice and friendly and yeah, yeah. So yeah. I really loved, I liked her, I liked her a lot. I want to see her in more stuff.
0: Um, Isaiah Whitcock Jr. plays um, Ronald Wilkes. Ah, the He's, he's, he's awesome.
1: <laughs> he is awesome. He's, he's really awesome, in fact. He's so subtle. Yeah. But it would be hard to be, he's being like this conservative, um, he's the guy who...
0: He's is you know, another insurance salesman.
1: Yes, and his whole life is his job and his business.
0: He's very together. Yeah. He's
1: He reminds me of serious. what Serious. Morgan Freeman's guy from Seven, who's basically on his own and he's ho- and he's very re- regimented. He goes home to that tiki talk thing and puts it. I think him he's like sleep. Stanley
0: from the office a little bit.
1: No, no, no. Stanley's angry.
0: Stanley is angry. Yeah.
1: This guy or serious. Is, this guy's very serious and He's got his fun side, but he's very meticulous. And I feel like there was a moment when we find out the one thing. And the, you know, the little, this part. And then his face was just, like, so hurt. And he was like, my whole life is devoted to this shit. And look, you know, I feel like he was...
0: He also appeared in the HBO drama The Wire. Correct. <laughs> and he... <laughs> to which he refers in the movie. Yeah, there's a bit of a fourth wall kind of yeah. uh, joke yeah. in there that runs through, which is kind of funny. I
1: feel like he was also one of the best grounded things in the movie.
0: Anne Hesh plays Joan Ostrowski Fox.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm uh, torn. I find her a bit obnoxious, but I really liked her character. It was so. an interesting,
0: because obviously she's a big catalyst to what uh, big Ed Helms' character yeah. um she kind of puts a spark into him a little bit.
1: I think all of them. Yeah. I think in their own way. Yeah, in
0: their own way. But I think she's... I mean, something critical happens. Yeah, yeah. Um, plus, he also has that awesome conversation Let's with her. Let's pretend
1: to be naive and go, Oh, a man and a woman meet in a convention. I don't know what could he, have happened.
0: He also has that awesome conversation with her on the swings. That's not Correct. my favorite scene. So, What um, do you think
1: of her, though? And Hesh, I mean. I
0: don't have a lot of an opinion on it because I've not seen her in much. I feel like
1: I'm she gets a little too swaggy with the I'm a groovy actress kind of chick. and what she, is it that... Oh. But she's also... There are moments of g- brilliance, I thought. See, I That's pretty strong. But I mean, her reactions and the way she communicates certain things overall, I felt like I was really... I started to really like her and it, her character.
0: Is it Six Days, Seven Nights where mm-hmm. she's with Harrison Ford? That's the only movie I really can remember her being in.
1: She's in Volcano.
0: Tommy I James. barely remember it. I remember the other one more, Dante's Peak. Oh, right. <laughs> um, I'm so like, she yeah, was in I that. don't have a lot of attachment to her, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. But I did like her in this. I thought she, she seemed a good choice. She's for... really
1: solid in her character. She didn't ever waver from... She's the housewife and the real estate... Or the insurance agent who... Gets away from her. It's an escape for yes. her. Yes. It's not, so she it's comes not just a
0: conference. It's an escape from her life. Drink
1: shots and flirt with men. Get, and get rid
0: of the kids for a while. And
1: But she's not, she doesn't play it like she's all damaged and sad and shit. I mean, her life is she's fine. She's not to have fun. Right. Her life is fine. She just needs a little break once in a while. And I like that part of it. That she wasn't like the poor me, uh, I've got to escape my whole life kind of thing. She's just...
0: You know, and then Sigourney Weaver plays Macy Uh It's she, very brief. Sigourney Weaver's role, even you know, she's advertised right up there on the front of the box. Um, so
1: perfect, absolutely, it's really perfect. good. Yes,
0: because you know he consults with her quite a few times. Most of the scenes of him, are, he's on the phone. Like so his
1: feelings for her are different than yeah. her feelings for him. Yeah, yeah,
0: exactly. Um, I
1: thought she yeah, was just.
0: She fine. is perfect. She's if you're coming into this thinking that Sigourney Weaver's <laughs> in this because she's second build on the cast, she's only. What, Very brave. Ten minutes? total. No, less than that, maybe. If you combined it all. I yeah. mean,
1: the influence of her is pretty big, but not her on the screen all the
0: time. It's directed by Miguel Artea. He's uh, directed Youth in Revolt and The Good Girl, neither of which I have seen. Me um, neither. I liked what I saw here. Will it be on Netflix, do you reckon? Yeah, Youth in Revolt is a Michael Serra movie. Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. The World Guy. Oh, right. Um based on a very famous novel called Youth and Revolt*, The good girl, I have no idea. <laughs> but um, I liked the direction. I liked the look of this movie. I liked the... There was some interesting camera angles. There was one particular camera angle that was in the deleted scenes that I really liked with the fire extinguisher, with the footprints. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a really cool shot. Yeah, it was. And, and that was took out of the movie, so... Um, but, yeah, um, I can't really comment because I don't know his other films. Yeah. Um, so, Blu-ray extras... It's here. pretty
1: straight up, I mean...
0: It is, but it's got a certain
1: intimacy about it, yeah, kind of like not... you're close a lot.
0: So, um, the Blu-ray is a two-disc thingy-majiggy. It's got a digital copy. I hate that. The second disc, <laughs> the second disc is just a digital copy, not a DVD and a digital copy. Just a digital copy that expires.
1: That's enough to know right there. If it expires at all, it's bullshit.
0: Yes, it expires.
1: Bullshit.
0: Um, I hate that. I mean, if it was a DVD, it'd be useful, but it's not. Alright, so the other disc um, features quite a few extras. Um, a decent amount, I think. Uh, first off, it features. Do you
1: need a lot of extras for a movie like this? Other than. I liked what Michael it had,
0: actually. It was about Chauncey right. Rally. Yeah. So it has deleted scenes, and I actually enjoyed the deleted scenes, and there's at least two of those deleted scenes I would have liked to have seen in the movie. I don't know why they were deleted. You know? It was a little
1: too wacky. Yeah, that fire extinguisher one—it kind of bro- I, I can totally identify with watching it, and then that being like, "Whoa, that's extra mm. slapsticky," and then almost out of the movie. Then you're going into more of the serious moment, sort of you know the resolution of the thing. So yeah,
0: but they are a decent dele- bunch of deleted scenes, and I especially liked the deleted scenes where they were in the cabin house at the end. Yeah.
1: Those were deleted scenes, like right? Those were... Oh, I know what you're saying. There's
0: some deleted... Ver- there's some at the end of the credits, but there's actually some in the deleted scenes that are funny, too.
1: Those were the rambling, I think. The, um... What'd you say? what do you call it?
0: And then, uh... Sec- Riffing. Yeah. yeah.
1: Improvisation. Yeah, improvisation.
0: Then second, there's a gag reel, which also features a lot of improvisation. <laughs> and so actually a funny gag reel, too. Um, then there's a convention connection. I'll just go through these. Cool. Maiko... Mali Urban Clogger, which I didn't enjoy. It was this guy He's in weird. the movie who does this talent show thing. And it's For about showing... 10 seconds. Yeah, it's not fun at all.
1: No. Tweaking. No, no offense to him. I mean, he had to spend the day learning how to clog on a board, but...
0: Tweaking in the USA, which is a little featurette <laughs> about the drug use in this movie, pretty much. Um, wedding Bells, Crashing a Lesbian Wedding, which is another part of this movie. Uh, I'm very brief. A commercial, a top notch commercial, which is a commercial for <laughs> an insurance company featured in the movie. It is funny. That is really funny. <laughs> and gory. A little
1: gory and um, quite
0: funny. And then there's a couple of Fox movies. Reminds me
1: of, in one of your recommendations, we'll get to that in a minute.
0: There's a couple of Fox Movie Channel Presents 30 minute specials, two of them. One is. Um, interview with the director and the other one is writer's draft uh, which where they go through the mm. draft and then compare it to the actual finished scene Th- there are you know Fox Movie Channel shows which you will, might have seen if you've got Do you think Fox those movie. will
1: come out before the movie? They come promotion? out before
0: they're always on Fox Movie Channel before the movie even hits theirs just give you some interest you know and if you're into the director's process yeah. and stuff um, they're quite serious uh, and then there's some Blu-ray Live stuff.
1: You're losing interest in the extras, I can tell.
0: No, that's it. Blu-ray Live. Uh... Oh, there's a behind-the-scenes on the Blu-ray, Blu-ray Live, but I didn't log onto it, so I don't know what it I is. I
1: think every comedy movie in this 21st century should have someone draw a comic version of that movie and put them all on the DVD. Yeah. Not animated, just a comic version. I also feel... A graphic novel version of the comedy movie. Draw it all out. You know, and then put... I don't know why. I think that would be awesome. I don't really
0: care about that. But I, <laughs> I, one one thing that I do care about, and I think should be standard nowadays, because it costs n- nothing to do, is a commentary on the movie by somebody. Be it the star that... It would arrives. cost
1: somebody something.
0: Yeah, but not very much. It's a movie company, right? I mean, somebody has to sit for two hours and record, right? Like we're doing now. And talk about the movie.
1: Mm, it's Hollywood. It's I'm very sure easy. it would re- in, probably involve like a hundred people. Let's be honest, they make everything into a big deal. And let
0: me also um, say uh, eco-cases, F off eco-cases. The artwork always gets creased, I hate it. So um, eco-cases, I hate you.
1: So you'd rather have... More
0: plastic, please
1: your earth crumbling before your very feet and then and to have a wrinkle on a cover that you're never going to look at again thicker plastic never more
0: bad for the environment thank you
1: if in our marriage we had to outline any issues that we disagree (laughs) on there aren't very many really hardcore but this is very important you like the covers and I think it's just a waste of everything
0: I love um, Blu-ray covers (laughs) I do I wish we I wish though that Home video was presented on something similar to laserdisc huge with big artwork. Oh my god. I would rather have more
1: that. waste. Let's yeah. have
0: more big packages. Don't go smaller, go bigger. Next the next format, Blu-ray 2 or whatever it is. Let's have like 20-inch <laughs> discs. You know, with big massive artwork. It'd be awesome. So um yeah, let's take a step backwards people. So,
1: how about putting movies on what like old game cartridges? Right and have your have your movie player and you have to slide and the covers got arted up.
0: Yeah, because you know, (laughs) Blu-rays are so small. There's not much place to put your. That's funny.
1: I thought you were a man of progress and technology and all that kind of jazz.
0: (laughs) Not really. So, um, (laughs) in conclusion, I really enjoyed this movie. Uh, It's not like a ten out of ten for me. or anything But I did have fun for the. It's quite one of the things. It's it's quite short. It's it's um, an hour and twenty minutes.
1: But it's a good time. But it is good. cautionary no, it's not a cautionary tale at all it's a tale of what would you say it's not a cautionary tale it's not a there's no moral to the it's story a come,
0: like, it's a middle age coming of age tale yeah which you don't see many of to be honest I mean it's quite, and not
1: coming of age as in you know growing pains from a divorce or anything like that but actually um becoming more worldly yeah, yeah
0: not like Greenberg or no what's the one with Steve Carell where 40 year old virgin no
1: or not like that either where he's kind of you
0: remember the Steve Carell one where he lost his wife oh yeah but,
1: yeah, yeah. Being da- Dan,
0: Dan something
1: Dan in real life
0: not like that yeah no. but that's another coming of yeah. age tale because something major happens and then he has to change right but in this guy's life nothing has happened no that's the deal and that's the deal <laughs> that, that nothing happened but he still has to change um well, he doesn't have to change. He changes because of events.
1: And you learn from this movie and other movies, let's be honest. When people tell stories about someone who's naive or not cool, the people that they encounter are very bad influences. He didn't yes. drink, and then they get him to drink. He didn't do drugs. He just starts doing drugs. He's not a philanderer. He becomes a philanderer. So I think, you know, there's something to be said be um, to be naive. It might be that you go from one extreme to the other. And then, of course, the main character needs to find the balance between being sweet, naive, and then being aware of the world. But, yeah, people are bad. Once you've gone down the road of being the loudmouth guy who drinks a lot and screws all the women, you kind of want to pull anyone who's naive into your little den of darkness, you know. And that's what happens to a lot of these characters. So, in conclusion, I liked it a lot. I had a good time. I think it's... Above average quality wise. Absolutely. And it's a good time. It's
0: really fun. It doesn't feel like a waste of time. No, no, it's no. Just it's a, a fun... good time. Um, so, yeah, because some. A little
1: bit ridiculous, um, but that's yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, but amusing in its own. Yeah. You know, partially, well, a lot of it due to John C. Riley, I think. Um, <laughs> you so, would So thanks to Fox for the Blu ray uh, contest. If you want to enter a contest, go to aschoolie.com. What on kind your... of a contest? You can win a DVD.
1: What do I have Not to this do? One. Do I have to eat something gross?
0: yes <laughs> you'll find out all the contest <laughs> rules will be there
1: just go ahead and eat something gross right now and then go on the site and see if that was really
0: worth it <laughs> N- next week's um, Blu-ray review is Insidious and the front cover says the most terrifying film since The Exorcist we will see about that because The Exorcist
1: is your all time favourite horror you, movie you
0: can't compare well, anything to it in my we decided
1: head. the other day it's not you say it's horror, but it's also drama.
0: Yeah, but I think it's horror, too, because it still disturbs me to this day. We watched it just recently, and it was still impactful.
1: It stirs in you.
0: Yeah. So, um, I don't think that quote's accurate. It's a pretty big claim. But we'll see. So, Insidious is next week's movie. Um, movie tagline fun. This is a new feature that we have on the show. Well, it's not new now. It's like a couple of months old. Neither of us have ever guessed it yet. Correct. Um, What's the
1: premise of the game?
0: I supply a movie tagline, or you do. We alternate each week. Alternate each week. Um, I give you a movie tagline this week. It's my turn to give you one. And you guess it.
1: From any movie of all time. And the funny part is, neither of us have guessed yet.
0: No. (laughs) And I forget what it is, so... Let me just lean over here and... uh, Let me
1: just say that movie taglines have been around since the 20s and 30s. So it's nothing new for... Uh, marketers and studios to put little stupid lines on the movie posters or on their commercials,
0: so... Uh, I'll say the tagline first and then give you some clues because you're probably... I don't want
1: any clue. Just give me the tagline.
0: He was dead, but he got better.
1: Good heavens. I've seen it. No. Oh.
0: But you have seen... it. There's two of them and you've seen the first one. Okay. Not the second one. Which is this. The tagline is for the second one. Okay. So that might give you a clue.
1: Is that also going to ruin the movie for me if I haven't seen no, it yet? No. absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> he was <laughs> dead, but he got better. So somebody died in the first one. He's going to get better in the second one. Uh, is it how a, is, that, is, how it, is that possible, you Is ask? it a zombie movie? No. Okay. Um. Is it... A comedy?
0: Mm, definitely not. Oh, but but maybe.
1: I don't know the name of it. Would it be like The Seventh Sense? Follow up to The Sixth Sense? Is there a follow up? I don't know what I'm asking. No. You're, saying, you're no. saying this is a movie I've never no. seen? <laughs> <Absolutely>
0: not. Because
1: <laughs> that would be perfect, right?
0: Yes. He was dead. It just, and it there isn't better. that movie. Unless it's a porno
1: He's never getting
0: better <laughs> Okay I give up The seven inch sense <laughs> um, You give up?
1: Or you going to give me another clue?
0: No Okay Crank 2 Oh right Do you remember the end of Crank 1? No You don't? So now don't
1: tell anybody Because they haven't seen it either So Right
0: Well that's the tagline All right, on the then. poster
1: Very so good So you didn't
0: get it But that's it It makes sense if you
1: It makes sense But like I'm never going to guess that one
0: Alright, so uh, movie recommendations for this week. This we're betting zero still. This is the part of the show where we give movie recommendations based on um, what we just watched. If or based
1: to... on something that occurred to us while we were watching yeah. it. Loosely based on... So,
0: a movie that I absolutely love from last year, uh, adore even, is Adventureland. It has the same kind of feel as this movie. I mean, the filmmaking is what I'm getting at. Okay like an indie vibe but not it's like a studio film but it's done on the quiet. download
1: I done the like download. the quiet movies
0: so Adventureland which I think is a fantastic movie it's um, another message movie of sorts
1: coming of age but really comedy. coming of age yeah,
0: yeah. All uh, comedy drama all that so Adventureland uh, and my second one is Boogie Nights because
1: Mm-mm. could be called a coming of age movie of sorts Someone got coming in it. Someone's innocent. Oh my god! Someone's innocent almost, and then they get kind of
0: ruined. Yeah, so Boogie influences. Nights, Paul Thomas. Talk Hans. about
1: bad influences. Jesus, that movie's full of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Boogie Nights. So I recommend that one as well. And that, you know, why I thought of that one because of the brown tone of the. Oh, they made
1: John C. Riley.
0: No, the brown tone of the insurance office uh, just gave me the vibe of the cover for Boogie Nights, and then I thought Boogie Nights is the one.
1: All so right. that's how our recommendations come to us yeah. everyone. You never know what it's going cuz wait till you hear mine. Okay, my first one is The Astronaut Farmer because Midwest does get portrayed in movies all different kinds of ways and this movie is this one we just watched um Cedar Rapids, Iowa, obviously Midwest. The Astronaut Farmer is another depiction of sort of um It's a very small town, you know, she's a waitress and it's a small town family and it's a farm environment and it just came to my mind. It's a fun movie too. Yeah, someone who has been around in the world, who has been out and had a big thing and now's back in the small town and wants to balance. He's got the small town thing but he wants to build a rocket, you know, so that's a really good one.
0: It's a really fun movie. And my
1: other one is episode... Episode 6 of... No, episode 9 of season 6 of American Dad. And it's called Fart Break Hotel. And this is because... Purely because of the convention aspect. They have to leave their house. If you watch American Dad, you'll know follow along. They have to leave their house and they end up in a hotel. And Francine is tired of everyone of the same mundane routine over and over and over. Taking care of her family, taking care of her family... She steps into a cement convention, accidentally. They mistake her for this, like, number one selling lady. And she sort of takes on that persona. And it's about that. Again, like, she's... She's not naive, but she's pretty sheltered in her little world of her life. And then she gets the opportunity and she's, you know... Right. Takes on... And it's a convention thing, you know, where anything goes. So it's
0: based on this movie?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, only a year ago. But... So there you go. An animated television series uh, episode was spurned in my mind for a recommendation.
0: So, um uh, games and a scully stuff. mean soon as I'm explaining what all these sections are this week, I'll explain this one too for any new listeners. <laughs> games and a scully stuff is, uh, I play video games. And, uh, what I've been playing this week, I will, uh, talk about it. So, what I have been playing this week and what I finished this week was, uh, No More Heroes on the Wii, which is a Suda51 game. I was inspired to play it because, um... I just played Shadows of the Dam last week on the uh, 360, and I loved it. So I love this guy's sense of humour. And uh, this Wii game, No More Heroes, came out a couple of years ago. Has the same sense of humour. So we played it. It was a blast start to finish. It was. It's a very inventive game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like nothing else.
1: Wii wasn't you and I. It was No, but you saw Netflix. most yeah, of yeah. it. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um, it's quite... Bizarre, it's, and... You sh- sometimes you think, I shouldn't really be watching this. It's like really yeah you know it's crude it's um
1: you cover your eye like oh god it
0: breaks the fourth wall in, in, in a few places uh,
1: talking about itself as a it's game it's quite
0: funny yeah yeah it does it's I can't explain it. the what it is is you're a guy you have to become the top assassin in this place called Santa Destroy I won't tell you why but you have to climb this ladder of assassins from number 10 to number 1 to, well, beat number one. To be number one, but it involved, there's a plot. Yeah. Um, so it's a series of boss battles against these ten assassins. You move up
1: in rank. Every time you, you beat number ten, then you beat number nine. then you And beat these
0: assassins rank. are very inventive. They're not what you think they would be. They're not all ninjas and stuff. They could be anything. Range yeah. from an old lady to a sexy broad. And- to a girl who, yeah, like a a sex girl basically and what was she called bad girl she was called but yeah it's ridiculous but but very very cool I, I really enjoyed it it was um, the ending was amazing I thought <laughs> um, and then we've gone on to there's a sequel No More Heroes 2 Desperate Struggle on the Wii which we also have we've started to play that one also so I'll tell you about that one when we finish it but we're just a little bit into it so uh, No More Heroes I highly recommend it if you enjoyed Shadows of the Damned and you don't know this game exists and you do have a Wii Probably one of the best games to grab for your Wii. You right. you have to be over 18 though. It's not a
1: uh, yeah, well, kid should, game on
0: the Wii. Should
1: have been over 18 for the first one, but...
0: Yeah, but what I mean is <laughs> don't get no more heroes for your kids on the oh, Wii. Oh, no, no. Because it's not a, a typical Wii game. It's actually made for the adults. Um, so the other game I've been playing this week is uh, Legend of Zelda on the 3DS. I'm still playing it. I um, love it. Legend of Zelda in 3D. It's a really good game. Uh, I don't want to say... I mean, most people have played Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. It's a 15-year-old game. I'm sure anybody who's into Zelda have already played it. It's my first time playing it, which is interesting.
1: Does Ashley have a 3DS? Our niece is a huge Zelda fan. She's 25, but she loves Zelda. She always has. She's played Ocarina of Time. But but she doesn't have a 3DS. Does she have a DS of any kind? I don't know. I'm just thinking for future gifts...
0: But anyway, Legend version. of Zelda on the 3DS. It's the best version of Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. They've made it in 3D. How do
1: you know? you never played it.
0: Well, I, I, everything I've read. The interface is better. So what, some of the problems... It's a perfect game, apparently, to everybody. But some of the problems were interface issues. They fixed that because there's, there's, there's two screens on their 3DS. One of the screens is just dedicated to the inventory. Makes it very easy to switch items. Right. Apparently, on the N64, you had to flick to this screen, change stuff, and then come back in the game. It kind of disrupted the flow. Here, you can do it while you're playing, so... Right. So, I'm really enjoying it. The other thing is Steam, which is um, the PC delivery platform from Valve, where you can buy games. They're having the summer sale, and it's been going on for the last... These
1: download games.
0: Yeah. It's been going on for the last 10 days. They've had a lot of... It's... Funnily enough, it's... As of this, I think there's about three hours to go, so...
1: Right. By the time you hear this, it's over, yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, I didn't buy a ton this time, but there was some really good bargains. But I really am a big fan of the Command & Conquer series, which is um, RTS. Everybody knows Command & Conquer. It's 20 years old now. Oh, me? And we're up to Command & Conquer 4. But that doesn't mean there's just been four games, because some of the games were Command & Conquer 3, and then three expansion packs. You know, it's EA. You know from playing The Sims how many expansion packs... Turn out. So, this is Command Conquer 4, the only Command Conquer game I've never played, and it was on sale on Steam for $1. <laughs> and this is a $60 game, which literally only came out a few, well, a year, year ago maybe. But anyway, I got it for a dollar. I've played the first couple of levels, it is pretty awesome. Um, I think that same
1: uh, theory should apply when you go to the grocery store and you find, like, the last three bottles of milk are on the last two days of the expiration date, I think the price should drop to, like, 20 cents a bottle. I think it should, too. You know? If a game's been around a year, and everybody goes, eh, we've sold what we wanted, and we might as well get rid of these for a dollar.
0: And I was just... Plus, rude. it was a download. I would have not bought it, right? we weren't even buying, like, a disc in a package or anything. I'm not looking. I'm not going out looking for it. But I was in the Steam sale, and it's like, 99 cents. Well, whatever. Press the button. It instantly starts downloading. In a couple of hours, you've got it. You play it, there's no issues. For a dollar.
1: For a dollar. What other bargains have you come across? Lots of them. I don't mean games. You're going to talk about it in a minute. I was just kind of giving you a little transition there to your other topic.
0: Oh, so I bought a game for a dollar, and I also, like I said in the beginning of the show, I was after a... um, Because I like Sucker Punch so much, I wanted the poster of Baby Doll. There's a poster of the main character. And it's kind of... I said to you, it's like artwork, but it's like a photograph... It struck my eye anyway, the actual picture. So I went on Amazon seeing, oh, I'll get that. Usually about $20 movie posters. This one was one penny with free shipping. Because I'm an Amazon Prime member.
1: That is for real.
0: You thought it was a mistake. I thought it was a joke. I ordered it. They took a penny out of my account and two days later it came.
1: (laughs) In a nice tube and like free shipping. From
0: allposters.com of all places. Which is a legitimate poster store. I mean, we've dealt with them before. It's perfect.
1: And then what do we do? I said, well, what other posters are a penny? And you found others.
0: There's others. There's um, like the doors and other ones
1: from this movie. Vincent van
0: Gogh's Starry Night for a penny. It's pretty awesome. Very. Um, So yeah, if you want posters for a penny, go on Amazon, search for posters, and then sort by price, and you'll see a bunch of penny ones. And they're free shipping if you're an Amazon Prime member. So that's interesting.
1: It was very interesting. I don't know what the deal is. I wonder is. what would have happened if you had ordered ten, for example.
0: I don't know. I mean, it would be I wasn't mean to read it. I mean, I could have said sure. in, I could have said put ten in the box, but I never did. But I mean, for a penny, I was like,
1: nobody's making money on that deal.
0: No, the sh- <laughs> I mean the shipping. <laughs> like, like nobody. It, it, come, it come via USPS, and it must have at least cost them a dollar to send it.
1: At least, and it's in a tube that probably cost a dollar, yeah. Well, maybe
0: fifty cents. Or maybe another. a dollar to send that. No time. matter
1: what. It nobody, cost more than
0: a penny. Nobody made any money. Because <laughs> no. I, I give them. A, I literally gave them a penny and nothing else. So
1: In fact, they probably had to pay some kind of fee to take your money.
0: I don't get why it happened, but I've never had that kind of luck. If I like a movie and I want the poster, I normally end up having to pay 20 bucks for it. Minimum.
1: Or you get it for a gift.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's cool. I'm going to get a frame tomorrow and stick it up in my movie room. Correct. So. um
1: Am I buying that for your
0: birthday? No, I th- I'll get it. Okay. Um I also wanted to give a shout out to um a friend on YouTube. Um he has his own YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash epic conspiracy all one word. Epic conspiracy? There's a guy called Tim.
1: Is that two C's? Epic Conspiracy.
0: Yes, or two one. C two okay. C's. Um he's a guy called Tim, he does DVD reviews, um he's a DVD collector, he also does video game playthroughs of old retro games. Um, he did the thing I showed you the other day where he he hates Blu-ray slip covers, so he went out in his garden and burned them all.
1: And like I said, which
0: you was laughing at, you thought I was not hilarious. just
1: laughing. I, I, <laughs> I love that man for that. I would burn I would burn the cases. So you know he's 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 and on I the right. I disagree with He's you. on the right
0: track. I love slipcovers so <laughs> it was funny for, for me when I was watching you burn your slipcovers I was like, oh my god, do not do that. Just send me the slipcovers I'll take them off your hands. But yeah, it was. And I was in the background,
1: burn it all! Burn the discs! Burn everything! Put them on your hard drive and get rid of all the shit! It
0: was a funny video. Uh, I just wanted to give a shout to him, so you can go to epic epicconspiracy. Subscribe to him, he's a good guy. Um, And make some funny videos. So, video
1: games and movies are his topics of conversation?
0: Yes, video games and movies. Um, And technology. Is there a
1: woman involved in these? He's he's also a
0: massive fan of The X Files, which Epic Conspiracy. Yes. Wow, if he was and a I, woman, you'd want to marry him. And twice. I'm a Scully, so...
1: Oh, yeah. People don't get that, you know. They do not? They do not understand that a Scully is a... Agent, agent. And Scully for Scully. Agent Scully. Because when
0: I got into the internet, at, at its birth, yep. the X-Files was around and I was a big fan of it. Still am to this day.
1: That's what drew us to each other, in fact. Correct. So, um... Oh, partially the birthday and the X-Files.
0: Yes. <laughs> So, yeah, we both have X-Files in common, too. So, yeah, I just want to give a shout. So, YouTube.com slash Epic Conspiracy. So, um, and also, I finally on my list, I had, it's my birthday. But I already said that. So, it's my birthday again. Everyone
1: knows. Now, today is your birthday, but they might be listening to this far in the future.
0: Right, so, so what Or in the you, past. This yeah. section of the uh, show, seeing as I've explained every section so far, I ask you, what's for dinner? And I Who knows you, why anybody would be interested in this? <laughs> I'm interested. I think I'm, you're
1: just pitiful you think I'm pitiful and that I'm just here as like a sidecar kind of a thing. I, you can take me or leave me, so you had to give me something to talk about.
0: Well I'm interested because I want to know what's for my dinner. I'm hungry, right? <laughs> so you tell us. And let's make let's uh say if you people haven't listened, um, I don't eat meat and you don't eat meat. It's something we Anymore. Anymore. We we did two years ago. Yeah. We've, we've not made meat for two years now. We, we figured that out the other day. It's been two years. Um, so our recipes, if we give you a recipe or say what we're eating, it's not going to contain any meat. Correct. So, so if uh, I say
1: we're having burgers.
0: It's going to be vegetarian correct. burgers. Correct.
1: Tonight they will be garbanzo patties. That's what I'm calling them. It. It's going to be like garbanzo beans um, smashed up with some Morningstar griller crumbles, which is this really awesome... People will call it fake meat But we don't call it that We don't call it meat at all It's just Stuff Soy It is soy And vegetables And whatever Filler and chemicals Whatever I'm sure it's good for us uh, Probably <laughs> and we sm- We're not in it For the over. We're not health food freaks Or anything like that We just stopped eating meat And found it Gave us lots of benefits Our bodies have lots of benefits um, And it's cheaper Except that I buy a lot of Expensive health foods now So it kind of balances itself out trying to cut back on that so i'm at making the patties out of the garbanzo beans some onion peppers some of this uh crumble stuff and making patties and i'm going to fry them i also got hash browns with some fried zucchini and um i don't know if i'm going to s- microwave or stir fry the cauliflower broccoli carrot stuff but i can leave that up to you
0: sounds good and it's 1 <laughs> a.m as we're speaking and we're about to eat our dinner
1: Yeah, well, I work night shift, and we just kind of stay on that schedule.
0: Um, Tomorrow, being my birthday, we're actually... uh, One thing I want to mention here, we're going to see Michael Bay's Transformers Dark of the Moon in 3D in the theaters. So we might have a little bit to say about that next week.
1: I'm not looking forward to it, to be honest, except for the date with you. But I just have no desire to see any more Transformers movies. I am really looking forward to it. I love them for what they are. I don't love them because they're good, because they're crap. But I love them... The, if I could just watch Transformers battling each other for an hour, I would do that. And you know me, I don't like fights and battles, but I love watching these. They're amazing to me.
0: I think there'll be some in this movie. You can fighting. trim off
1: all the story, trim off the Shia both trim it all off, and I'll just watch the big machines battle it out.
0: Apparently there's a lot of that in this movie, so that'll be good. But
1: I will go see it, because it's your birthday, and our rule is you get whatever you want on your birthday.
0: Excellent. <laughs> So yeah. What are we going to eat for your
1: birthday? Later. Who knows? Mm. Indian food?
0: (laughs) Don't know. So, uh, anything else?
1: Do I have something else on there? No. Meaning of life, but I'm going to withhold that for now.
0: All right, then. Because you can't answer that question, so you might as well just strike it off the list.
1: Oh, I can. Trust me, I can.
0: So, uh, thanks for listening to the show. I want to remind you about our website, ascully.com. That's the official site of this podcast where you can go and read some movie reviews, listen to this podcast, have a just a generally fun time.
1: Get you a cup of coffee and a biscuit and sit down and relax and listen to some movie podcasts.
0: Uh, you can, and there's 180 of them, so Correct. you could be there for some time. Um, you can also catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, PlayStation Network, anywhere on the internet, you can be found I can usually be found Um, really you can email me at school at com. Siddharth prefers not to be emailed (laughs) she's kind of snobby (laughs) (laughs) correct
1: Um, on both accounts
0: and uh, I just want to say um, stay foxy remember that stay foxy stay stay foxy
1: did he say it in there he did in this movie yes oh nice I didn't even notice (laughs) that's a throwback to an, to an antique movie. Stay foxy, stay classy, right? Correct. You don't want to just say stay foxy.
0: That's what I'm saying. So what are you say? Are, are we are we finishing this? <laughs> finishing this
1: bitch? <laughs> ah, 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 ah. What did you call me? Are you calling this thing? <laughs> yeah, this thing. Okay, a bit... we know the rules. Come on, finish this bitch. In this house, you me. don't refer to me as anything other than my it's name. Like, come on,
0: finish this bitch.
1: Yeah, this is calling me a bitch.
0: No, I'm talking about finish this bitch. The yeah. show. Let's put the show on the road. <laughs> Just so we're clear. Let's the show up to bed.
1: Okay. That shit don't fly with me.
0: And I'm I'm going to say,
1: think for yourself, or someone will do it for you, like me, telling you not to talk like that. Let's finish
0: this bitch. (laughs)